to another episode of Safe Space. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Sam Tripoli here. My final night in Florida. It's been amazing. It's been fun. Captain Bryant is great. Terry and her whole crew is amazing. I had a lot of fun in Florida. It's very interesting when you play Florida because you do the radio shows and they're just really like you can get away with everything. And then you realize FCC standards are, in fact, just simply community standards. And then you realize you're in Florida and everything goes out the window. It's just foobar. It's just crazy. I mean, there is some crazy. I was on the radio the other day and, I, and they were talking to me. And they told me a story about a woman who got busted having sex with a pit bull a hundred times. A hundred times they busted her having sex with this pit bull. And I had to ask, why did it take a hundred times to stop the woman from having sex? How many times do you have to confirm that this woman is in fact banging a pit bull? I think it takes one, maybe. I could see the cops going, oh, Sarge, she's doing it. Should we go on? No, no, no. Let's watch. Let's see what happens here. Let's see uh, what's going on here. Uh, let's hold on. Okay. Uh, Sarge, we're up to 30 times. No, let's not rush this. Let's make sure this is a... Uh, a, 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 a close case. Let's a uh, hundred. Okay, that's it. That's it. Anyone got a towel and clean up here? Because I, I I'm done too. Let's go in and bust it a hundred times. A hundred times it takes you to bust a chick having sex with a pimple. A hundred times. I'm not saying you guys are slow, but that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, safe space, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, big news. Going on is that uh, Red State Team T-shirts are going to be available on Punch Drunk Sports very soon. They're very nice. So uh, if you listen to Punch Drunk Sports, please go check out the new T-shirts. They're gorgeous. I'm excited to finally have them out. I've been pushing Team, and he's now got them out. Uh, this podcast is going on during the Grammys. I really love the Grammys. I love I love watching the Grammys. I'm convinced the top two. Award shows I've talked about before, the top two are by far the Grammys and the AVNs. Without a doubt, they're the best. Why? Why are they the best? Well, my opinion is that they are the two award shows where you have the most zero to heroes. More zeros to heroes. More people who came from nothing who rose to the top. Everybody in music was like uh, uh, from a bad home, a bad neighborhood, Del Crack. You know, came from shady situations, and now they rose up, started record, made a record, got a record deal, put out a record, and bam, here they are, live at the Grammys at the Staples Center. Porn, same thing. All those girls, most of them are trailer trash. Came from nothing. Decided to put it together and go for it, and bam, now they got an award for being the best person who fucks on camera. Congratulations, ladies. That's amazing. Doug Sam had the best joke about the AVNs. That's the only award show where you can get New Scarlet, Newcomer, and Lifetime Achievement Award in the same year. I love it. And you know what they're both best at? They're both really good at either just being amazing at recognizing history and being a train wreck. Like Lady Gaga, who's been on a roll, she, she, she was in the Super Bowl. And that was, we debated that on Punch Drunk and uh, everything else about, you know, I'm a tinfoil hat. I'll get in some tinfoil hat stuff. 
We debated her whether she loves Satan or not. Hey, I don't care. Because I guarantee you, chicks who love Satan love to get weird in bed. Probably an anal. And that's all good. Whatever. More on the table. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, Lady Gaga is going with... Uh, Doing a duet with Metallica. Metallica's really been killing it lately. They're popping up everywhere. They were on Jimmy Fallon. Uh, I saw them do a live show at the Fonda in Hollywood in front of like 2,000 people. It was by far one of the best shows I've ever seen. One of the best shows. So I got to see them. You know, and now they're doing a duet with, a, with Lady Gaga. And James Hetfield's microphone didn't work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody got fired. Lady Gaga is doing a world tour, and she's trying to get her name out anywhere. And James Hetfield will kill you. He literally will kill you. I think he fights bears for fun. Like him and Rogan go in the wilderness and manhandle wild animals. Like James Hetfield don't give a fuck. He bought a farmland just to kill animals, okay? That's who he is. He has bees. You know, and if, you're bee, if you own a bees, you're a little crazy. Bee people are a little nuts, right? They're like a little farther beyond the cat people. The cat people are the worst. And then it go, Then when you thought that was as far as you can go on crazy, bam, here comes the bee people. They're even farther, crazier. So, yeah. So the mic didn't work, and they just rocked through it. And like, fuck, yeah. So they moved him over at Lady Gaga, who I like a lot. I didn't like her at first. She's walking around with meat on. I've talked about it. But now I like her. You know, she's doing duets with the old man. Now she worked with Metallica. She has a fetish. She probably has a grandpa fetish. She has an old man fetish. That's why I like her. She's in the old dudes. Anytime, anytime young girls like old dudes, I love it. Like there's this, uh, you know, I, I, I work in clubs. I got to be, you know, I got to be professional. I can't be disrespectful to the staff. I was working at Off the Hook. And, you know, the... Uh, off the comedy club, and they, they have these like twenty year old hostesses, and you know I'm I have a girlfriend, so I have to be respectful. But man, when you see a twenty year old ass, you're like, oh, you start making life decisions. A twenty year old twenty year old ass will make you wonder: should you just throw your life away? Man, I mean, you look like that ass. You can throw quarters off there, okay? You can bounce quarters off that ass. Maybe everything I worked with in my life. Maybe it's not that important. How many times am I going to get a 20-year-old ass? But luckily, I'm slowly decaying, and I'd just rather go to bed and sit home and do a nice podcast with you guys. That piece got to be hard. Was it hard, that one? Okay, I'm going to pull back. I won't do such a hard. I love the Grammys. They were great. Uh, a couple references to God. That went great. Uh, all the ethnic people railing against Trump. That was interesting. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's so interesting how everything works. I'm going to get into that. So the Grammys are great. I want to talk about Tinfoil Hat. I love Tinfoil Hat. I love the podcast. Thank you for all you guys who support it. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It is a weird podcast for me to do. I don't know the rules yet. I don't know what I'm doing with it yet. It's, a, it's the newest, craziest podcast I've ever done. You're like, well, you did the Naughty Show. Well, the Naughty Show is in my wheelhouse. You know, I like weird crazy bring on the porn stars bring on the strippers bring on the transsexuals uh, like whatever let's see how weird we can make it well this is more like conspiracy theories you got it's such a a delicate delicate thing because you got to have 
You got to have knowledgeable people. They got to know what they're talking about and they have to be entertaining. They have to be able to talk about what, what they're into for a, a, an hour. That's a long time. If you, if you're not that entertaining, it could take a long time. Luckily, I've had some really good people. Uh, Eddie Bravo was on. And Eddie Bravo is an interesting thing because I respect him and I love him. And I'm very thankful he does the show. He went to the one area where I am a little bit uh, iffy on, let's say, iffy, which is flat earth. Okay, flat earth. You know, and this is what I'm kind of working out on this podcast is like, where where's the line that I go with with these guys? Do I do I question them? Do I push back on stuff I don't believe in? Because then if they come on my, who's going to want to come to the podcast if they're just going to get shit on the whole time and be like challenged on everything? You know, because when you're a conspiracy theorist, you take a lot of abuse. You get called idiot, crazy all the time. So when you meet somebody else who's in the pot into conspiracy theories, it's really cool. You're like, oh man, that's great. You know, let's talk about it. How far will you go? How crazy will you get? You know? And when Eddie starts talking about flat earth, I'm not a flat earth guy. I'm just not uh I'm just not into flat earth. Uh I just it's just I don't know, man. It's that one thing you're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. You've gone too far. You've gone too far. It's like when people are like, Obama is Kenyan. You're like, okay, you went, you went a little too far on that. I'm open that maybe he did do all this and this and this. I'm open to hearing that. Okay, now you're, now you're saying that he's Kenyan, okay? And then, yeah, okay, we'll get into some of that. So, Flair, so I'm trying to figure out where is that line? Where is the line in which I have to decide how far I let these guys go? Do I challenge it? Do I not challenge it? Do I, you know, because I have one rule on the show. That's, I have one rule right now. And the one rule right now is only talk about what you believe in. You got to believe in it. You can't just throw it out and go, I don't know. I don't care. I don't know. No, it's got to be like, yeah, I do believe in this. And I believe Eddie, um, I believe Eddie does believe in flat earth. He, he thinks it's a flat earth, that the earth is flat. I and that basically, if you didn't see it, that the thought is that we're actually just in a crater of something much bigger. And that our moon and our sun just revolve around us. That we are the center of this universe. It's really crazy stuff. It's not necessarily my thing. But I have to decide like how far and what I'm going to do with it. And if I'm going to challenge people. I think I have to challenge people at some point. But I have to let them get out what they want to talk about so that I can, you know, can we can hear about, I love just hearing about conspiracies. I don't take it that serious. I'm fucking down homeboy. I want to hear about the shape shifting lizard people. I'm down with almost everything. Like I said, on the podcast, I'm down with like, like lizard people, uh, multiple dimensions, ghosts, aliens, everything. I believe in all of it. Why not get weird? Okay. But I have to know, like if I don't believe in something, it's going to be a little weird. Um, so uh, I want to talk about this whole Donald Trump. One thing I want to talk about Donald Trump is I'm, I'm kind of coming into this thing on the podcast where a lot of people in, with conspiracy who are into conspiracy theories, uh, we're very much, I got to stop saying, oh, I'm working on it, man. I'm working on it real hard. One thing about conspiracy theories 
conspiracy theorist is that some see Donald Trump as the guy. God, I hit that P hard. Some see Donald Trump as the guy who is the white knight to take out the establishment, that he's an outsider, for an outsider, for a billionaire, okay? And that's how they see it. Now, I would actually say be cautious with that. Do not necessarily see him as a white knight, even though he is the anti-established candidate, that we are we are seeing this humongous blowback on him because he is not the candidate choice. It was obviously Hillary Clinton. And when you see the news, Fox News, and MSNBC, Comedy Central, on all the late night talk shows, they all get a check from a company that basically funded Hillary's campaign. So they're all pushing back on that. So these, so a lot of conspiracy theorists, they want to sit there and they want to say, hey, he's an outsider. And I would caution on that. I think possibly that both Hillary and Trump weren't good choices. And that Hillary, and that as much any, here's my opinion, whatever bad you say about Donald Trump, I'll agree with. And all the bad things you say about Obama, I'll agree with. Obviously, I didn't, the Kenyan thing, but a kind of conversation about that, about who his dad really is. But in terms of, you know, setting a high score in immigration, uh, uh, wiretapping, all that stuff, bombing seven, yeah, maybe they're both bad. Maybe you saying uh, Obama's a race deficit, don't know this. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, Trump's an idiot and he's a fascist. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't necessarily think Trump's a bad guy. The same way I don't think my dad is necessarily a bad guy. If you put my dad in at presidency, he would do the exact same thing. He would literally, like, try to stop immigrants from here, 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 even though his grandparents were immigrants, you know? It's just old school time where they didn't, you know? That's just what people didn't get along. You know, I had an 80-year-old woman in my show tonight. This 80-year-old, she was pretty racist. She said it. She's like, yeah, he's a filthy Italian. You know? I said, you, you're so old. You were banging black guys back in the day when they had to use separate entrances. That's what they refer, refer to as backdoor sex, that they literally had to use the back door to come in to have sex. Uh, that's a great line. That's a great line. So I would hold off. I would hold off on, on sitting there and saying that Trump is going to change the system. I think even, let's say he even got in there and he's like, I'm going to change the system. And he got in there and then he saw the buttloads of cash that he could get if he plays ball. And there's a buttload of cash. Now, everybody thinks that Russia affected the election. I do not believe it did. I think uh, free trade changed the election. I think Michael Moore... And I think Chris Matthews both secretly wanted Trump because it's better for business. And they know Hillary is evil as fuck. She's a Sith Lord. Like I said, Hillary versus Trump, it's a Sith Lord versus an ass clown, okay? And the Sith Lord could have beat the orangutan's asshole. So I would hold off when you look at all the cabinet members he's putting in. They're all billionaires and they're both all evil and I don't trust any of them. So I fight Trump tooth and nail. I bite him tooth and nail. So I would hold off. So this brings me to the whole Pierce Morgan versus Jim Jeffries thing. Have you seen this? Pierce Morgan was asking everyone to calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. 
about Trump and the Trump hysteria. And Jim Jeffries kind of equated him to be Hitler, which I found very interesting because I love Jim Jeffries. I think he's a great comic. I think he's very funny. Uh, but I, you know, it's, it's so interesting how the game is played. And it's just, it's, you see it just happening all the time. It's like, you know, the Republicans get bashed in the, in the mainstream media and the Democrats get celebrated for all the quote unquote good stuff they do. That allows it to be good cop versus bad cop. And that allow, you know, when, when the Democrats openly play to civil rights of ethnic groups, which is right, to gay rights, which is right, which, you know, uh, immigration, which is right, gay rights, which is right. Okay, they have to play that because that that plays to a certain base. Whereas the Republicans, they don't have to hide their intentions. They're all about business and world domination, and that plays that plays to the constituents. Whereas the Democrats' constituents, constituents, I think that's it. I'm saying it wrong. Um, they want equal rights on everything, which I want. Equal marriage for gays. I want that. You know, they want access to people from other countries to come here and get a better life. I want that. They want gun control. I want something. After seeing what happens in North Dakota, okay, I'm not necessarily going to say that I'm I'm 100 for taking away all gun control. I'm not. I think people have the right to pick up. The point is this: we got to hold back on whether we're going to. This podcast is way too serious, huh? It's just way too serious. I'm sorry, man. It's too serious. My point is, Jim Jeffries is great. I hate Pierce Morgan. He's a piece of shit. Pierce Morgan is a piece of shit because uh, I don't even know why he's on television, this ass bag. Okay? He's involved in the uh, Sun, I believe. The Sun. Here it is. Pierce Morgan worked for the journalist Hacking in the Sun, right? The Sun is a British magazine. Sun British tabloid newspaper, the news of the world, right? He was involved in this. And what they, as editor, he was kind of green lighting, hacking into people's voicemails. He did it with uh, Paul McCartney and his wife, the one-legged one, right? Hippity hop, did it with her. And then supposedly did it with this young girl, Millie Dollery, D-O-W-L-E, okay, in 2002, Right, she goes missing and she is murdered. Right, and uh, they, you know, someone there, and he's the editor. Green lights, hacking into the phone and erasing messages, so the parents would think she was still alive and she was erasing the message, and they would keep leaving messages. Right, like that is dumb shit. That is evil shit. Why is this guy on television? Fuck you, NBC. I'm sorry, you're like doing this uh, Saturday Night Live shit about uh, Trump and bashing him while you have the fucking guy winning The Apprentice, Morgan, Pier f fuck Pierce Morgan, fuck him. That guy is an ass bag. That guy needs to get punched in the face. So Jim Jeffries is right. He's an asshole. But I really got to tell you, man, we just do not look at anything that Obama did. I mean, Obamacare is great. After that, we really got to take a look at some shit, right? Everyone's applauding him for Chelsea Manning. Hey, guess who put him in the office? Chelsea Ma put him in the prison. Chelsea Manning. Yeah. Obama, it's the whole thing is like, it's do you, your girlfriend's cheating on you. Do you want to know about it or not? If you don't, that's Obama. If you do, that's Trump. That's Trump. So you got to like figure it out.
So I got into this whole thing on the last podcast. The uh, got it in on the uh, tinfoil hat. We talked about the space challenger and how people think that's not real. That some people think it exploded. I couldn't find the video, but I just want to tell you my thoughts on that because I've been getting hit on a lot on Facebook about oh that's disrespectful to the to, to the family and it's disrespectful. Why would they do that? Here's the thing. I think that they were on the space shuttle and they got shot in the space and they exploded and they had to panic. And they're like, what the, f- what are we going to do now? We got these astronauts sitting here. Everyone thinks they're dead. What are we going to do? I think NASA had to talk with them and goes, here's how we're going to play it. You're either going to change your identities, move your whole families. We're going to let you live or we're going to kill you. We're going to kill you. So it's going to be, and they can't find one guy. Maybe he played along for a while, and then maybe he didn't. And after a while, he's like, they should know the truth. I think that's what happened. People keep asking me, well, what do they benefit from blowing it up? I don't think they meant to blow it up. I think they shot something in the space or the whole high orbit. They like to sit up there for a while, then they bring it back down, then they bring it in a bunker, and then they show all the guys coming off the plane, waving at everybody. And now they couldn't do that. So they had to give these guys other aliases. Like one of the two of the guys on the on the on the space shuttle, two of them are still alive going as their twin brothers. Come on, man. One woman's working at Syracuse. I mean, look into it, man. Watch that video. It is crazy. I'm just saying, question everything. <sighs> so I went to uh, see Run the Jewels recently, right? I went and saw that. I mean, I'm way too serious on this podcast. I just love doing tinfoil hat. I love doing it. I think it's wonderful. I love to do it. I just love that everybody loves it. You know what else I love? When chicks are in the chicks are into it, right? There's nothing hotter. You want to turn me on? Talk about building seven. I'm serious, man. Chicks who are into conspiracy theories just bump up a little bit. You know, it's like when a chick is into like Dane Cook it, comedy, it takes them down a little bit. When a chick is into like like conspiracy theories and they believe like, oh, 9-11 was an inside job. You're like, oh, man, you were a seven, but now you're an eight and a half. Right? Am I wrong? Right? We all get into weird shit. I like weird shit, man. There's this, there's this model going around right now with a cross-eyed. She's like a super hot model, but she's slightly cross-eyed. That's my wheelhouse, homeboy. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know, man. We just like weird things. You know what else I discovered I like? Sniffing armpits. How weird is that? Steve Randolph used to tell me to do it. He's like, dude, I'm addicted to it. I can't stop sniffing. I'm like, that's gross. And then, like, somebody, like, dared me to do it recently. I did it. I'm like, oh, dude, it's like gackers. It's like, it was so good. Yeah, try it, dude. I'm telling you. Now, obviously, you don't want to do it when they just, like, did some CrossFit. But when a girl's out, just sniff her up and be like, boring, boring, right? I I'm into it, homeboy. I'm weird. So when see Run the Jewels, one of my favorite bands, I think Run the Jewels has a chance to go down as one of the, the greatest rappers of all time. I love what, I like, for me, what's important in rapping? What's important? What's important? Uh, rhyming, obviously, but rhyming while saying something. That's more important. Lil Wayne just rhymes words. Sometimes he rhymes the same word with the same word. It's garbage. Okay? I like when you can say something. That's why Eminem is king. 
Do, are we debating anymore who's the greatest of all time? It is Eminem. Eminem, Rakim's up there, but I'm sorry, man. I mean, Chuck D does not get enough respect as a rapper, but I think it comes down without a doubt to Eminem versus Notorious P.I.G. What do you guys think? Those are my two head-to-head at the peak of their thing. I would love to see those two go at it. Just battle rap. That would be insane. That'd be great. I can't believe Biggie Small died at 24, Doc. That's crazy shit. I was I wasn't doing jack shit in my life at 24. They already be that accomplished and then die is unfucking believable. God, I've been around too long. So it's just getting crazy, dude. Um, so I went and saw Run the Jewels and it was great. The band is live. I've seen a couple rap concerts lately. A couple hip hop. Do we call it hip hop now? Is that what the kids calling it now? Hip hop. The hip hop scene. Love it. Live. There used to be like live rap wasn't good, but it's, I mean, they, dude, I've seen Ice Cube live. I've seen Public Enemy live, Beastie Boys. I've seen a ton of people live. It's good shit. And Run the Jewels is just like that. They did it at the U, UC, USC Shriner. So such a great venue. It's the old, uh, where they had the old Academy Awards, the original place. It's amazing for a concert. And I got there. Like, dude, I keep falling for the shit, man. When a rap concert starts at 8, no, they the, the main act won't get on until 11. I mean, we're talking time. You know how there's time? There's like black people time, Armenian people time. There's there's like, yeah, there's comic time. There's, uh, you know, there's what porn star time. Now, if you're a black Armenian rapper who does porn, you may never show up ever again, ever in your life. Never. So I went there, you know, to see a concert. I wanted to get there early because I wanted to be close enough. So I get there early and I walk in. Who do I see? Frank Castillo, Castillo, the who won the second season of Roast Battle. He's there and I see him. He goes, hey, dude, what's up? He goes, why are you here? What do you mean, why am I here? What do you mean, why am I here? Why am I here? I'm here to rock, homeboy. I'm here. I'm, I'm coming to Guns of Blazes. I'm a, dude, I may be a little older, but I've been in the rap game for a long time, dog. I, I've been, I've been listening to hip hop before you realize you were Mexican, man. I'm a grown ass man. I've been listening way back in the day. I remember being a kid seeing Aerosmith and Run DMC get together. I'm like, oh shit. This is two of my favorite things. Bam. I mean, I've been listening forever, dude. I was break dancing in the early eighties. In upstate New York, had a street name called Wacky Fruit Bubblegum. That is the whitest street name ever. Used to break dance with a mullet, dude. I couldn't do the windmill, so I never felt complete. Okay? But I'd bring it. We were the HCI Breakers. We were sponsored by the Holiday Inn. Okay? And we played the Maple Leaf Festival. And we won battle raps constantly. We won break dancing competitions constantly. Okay? So I've been in the game for a long time, homeboy. You're just checking in. You're just checking in. Okay? I know what I'm doing, man. All right? I know what I'm doing. It was great, dude. So I get there, and everyone, you know, I'm with Dana. And Dana's like, I think I'm the oldest person here. Who cares? We're here to rock. Rock knows no age. Okay? We go there. Kids are smoking weed left and right. These kids got it made, man. Smoking weed right in the open. Cops aren't even busting anybody. And it's at USC, so Run the Jewels knows what they're doing. It's all college kids. Pack, 5,000. Bam. 
packed. So I bring Dana. She doesn't know the band that much, but she's a gamer. She sees somebody from her work. What do they say to her? What are you doing here? We're here to rock. Am I fucking off here, man? What do you mean? I like hip hop, dude. It's the shit. Now I will. Okay. Side, side note. I just put a Taylor Swift song in my Spotify. Bad Blood. I like it, dude. It's actually, it's so good. It, it slows down when Kendrick Lamar sings. I got to be honest with you. That's why I hear, we used to have bad blood. We used to, we really got bad. I don't even know the words yet. I just discovered it. It's so good. It makes you want to go fight crime. I know it's Taylor Swift. I'm not supposed to like it, but it, it, it's a jam, dog. It's a jam. I'm being honest with you. It's all about honesty on, on safe space. It's all about honesty. I like Taylor Swift. Bad blood song. Okay? I'm going to see if I can play it real quick for you. Let me see if you can hear this shit. And you'll get hooked too. Are you ready? Are you ready? Hold on. Come on! Hold on, here it comes. Yes. Come on, that's good, dude. That's good. That's good. I'm putting this podcast so janky together. I'm recording on my iPad for YouTube, and then I have my H4 Zoom right here. That's just straight jank, son. Janky. So I go there, and I'm loving it. Travis Barker comes out, plays a little. I love Travis Barker. Tattoos. Fucking bringing it. Pounding on it. You know? Killer Mike LP are awesome. Killer Mike is great. It's kind of like watching the cool Ape Man rap. He just, he doesn't move a lot. He does a lot of the, uh, you know, he just turns. He does a lot of pivoting. He pivots a lot when he raps. He's a pivoter. Pivot, 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 pivot. Fetch a slave, you know, and I love it. And LP looks like uh, just a white guy that won the lottery, and he's in a great rap. And I know he's got history. He's great. They bring it, and they, the, the concerts are great, dude. I mean, they're so good. That concert, when saw, uh, you know, uh, Diane Word, that concert's great. Like, white rappers are killing it right now. White rappers are killing the game. I love it. White rappers, what? They're bringing it, dude. I'm so proud. This is the best time to be white thinking you're black. This is the year of the wigger. It's happening. Bringing it. So we're sitting there. We listen. I keep waiting to hear the Run the Jewels song. Dana's getting tired. So guess what? I give in and I leave. This is honesty right here. I left before the last song because I'm at an age. Because Dana wants to go. I blame it all on her. I would stay all fucking night. 
And I miss Zach De La Rocha on stage. God damn it! Not my fault, okay? The old lady wanted to leave. My old lady's got to go. Apparently we were too old for the concert. Fucking pissing me off, man. This is ridiculous. So we left, and then I go on YouTube to find out what the last song was. Run the Jewels with Zach De La Rocha on stage. It was so good. Oh, it looks so good. Great concert, man. Great concert. You know, concerts are weird when you're sober, too. You just don't want to, you know. Man, everybody's smoking weed there. I'm like, God, I love weed. I love some weed. But then it's going to get weird. Nah. I mean, when, dude, when you're sober, man, and you take anything, the next day you feel it. Your body's just off. I mean, nothing better than waking up sober and just kicking ass. But I wish I would have gotten high and just watched Run the Jewels fast. Sing a Run the Jewels. I should have put Dana in the car and took an Uber home. That's what I should have done. I should have done. I should have been a grown-ass man. It's like, I pay for these tickets. I'm going to watch this whole show. You know, I got to start being like my old man now. You know? Hey, who makes the rules? This guy. Okay? When you start paying for everything, you can make the rules. I pay for this. I'm going to stay here. And that's kind of how it goes. All right? Uh, so run the Jewels Grace. Uh, UFC 208 came out. Uh, Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. Uh, it wasn't bad. wasn't great. Uh, I, I, it's very interesting when a card doesn't dazzle you leading up to it. I'm always amazed at how great the cards are, actually, when there's low expectations. When the show, when it's the card is huge, everyone's like, oh, man, it's going to be great. And then it tends to be a snoozer. It very rarely doesn't live up to its, 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 its um, expectations. Whereas, you know... Unknown cards like these fight nights. These dudes just brawl, dude. I almost want to watch two unknown dudes go at it than two top ten guys. Because if the top ten guys have so much to lose, they don't bang as much, man. Uh, I mean, they won't come off worse than the New York Athletic Department, Athletic Commission. I mean, come on, man. The referee and the judging was so freaking off. It was so off. I mean, Anderson Silva, I love him to death. The Spider, to me, is the greatest of all time. I mean, John Jones could have been that guy. I still think he has a possibility. But, I mean, you got to have huge pockets where he's not fighting. And it's not because he went to jail for, you know, fighting Vietnam, for protesting Vietnam. He, because he's a, he's a, he's like me, a fuck up. You know, we make mistakes and we, you know, he's made a lot of mistakes, dude. He likes the ladies. He likes the party. It's got to be really hard to be a UFC fighter and not partake in the strippers and the porn stars and, and the drugs and the banging that's going on. Being an elite pro athlete with Twitch Fiber, I mean, I can't imagine what it must be like. Ah, I would love that. I would love that. Just running through nines and tens, you know, and he just couldn't. You know, fight off the temptation. And it cost him, and it cost him, and it cost him. I don't think he has any more uh, strikes. I think this is strike three, wouldn't you say? And this is the end of it. And if it does it again, I think everyone's done with him. Bellator might take him. But the UFC, you got to really start asking what's going on here. So uh, Anderson Silva fought Derek Bronson 
and Brunson, I believe. And a lot of people didn't think he won the fight. You know, the statistics back it up. Brunson was very kind on Twitter, said it was an honor to fight you. I don't agree with the uh, with the judge's decision, but it was, hey, man, you know, it's Anderson Silva. I think I, I think he beat Bisbing. That's my opinion. But I thought he lost that fight. And is, is there really talk about him possibly fighting for a belt? It's, no, we don't need that. That's the problem with the UFC is if you're not fighting for a championship, they don't want you. No, man, we just want entertaining fights. Put Anderson Silva with other senior citizens. I'm 40-something. And, I, you know, let him fight older guys that we'd like to see him fight. Why well, he's got to fight for a belt? Nobody needs that. He just let him fight till the wheels fall off. Let him fight guys who are, like, decaying like him. You know? Let's have decay matches. Who's decaying more? And then the Holly Holm thing. It's like, God, dude, I had a, I had, I had it. I had, I had the parlay all the way up to that. I took Portier. I took Jacare. I took Anderson Silva. Who else did I take? I had one more. I can't remember. Anderson Silva. I don't know who the next, I had four. And I got all four of them. And then all came down was Holly Holm versus whatever her name is. The woman who won. That's how weird it is, right? We like, we don't even know how to say her name. UFC 208. Let's see. Let's see how to say her name. Uh, Yes. I mean, I mean, that division's already weird. That division is already Jermaine Dayrandami. Yes, she won, man. And, you know, Holly Holm is over 35. She's on a three-fight losing streak. It's I don't think it's going to get any easier. And her style isn't she, – she's a pick-and-pop person. She's not a – like her kicks are great, but her punches – she gets in, tap, 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 gets out. I think she's a great fighter. She's won championships everywhere. But I mean, I think she got robbed in this thing personally. I think she won the I think she won. I mean, that girl hit her twice, three times after the bell. That should have been an abduction. And that's the whole thing about the judging. It's like, you better not have given her those rounds in which she punched after. I'm sorry, dude. That's a reason to dock her. Dock her. And then the ref, and I'm the poor ref, he's trying to make a name for himself. He flubs it, dude. You get one more in second one, you're done. Point deducted. Then they would have had an even bigger problem. They would have had a draw, but still, I think Holly Holm won three, four, and five. Easily. I thought she won the third, the fourth, and the fifth round. I think she's getting rocked early in the third, and then had that great kick and rocked the other, like put the woman, put. Jermaine Day Remedy in in a tight situation. So, um, I mean, one forty five. What are you gonna do with this? This girl's now. She's got to hurt her hand. She got her hand. She has surgery on her hand. I mean, dude, just give the belt to Cyborg. Cyborg is the most disrespectful. You can say everything you want about uh, you know steroids and stuff like that. The last one, she went to a doctor that was approved by all the drug testing companies and all that. So you can say whatever you want. But she's gonna get found innocent with this, like this, this uh, she, petition she's doing right now. Uh, I think UFC. I mean, UFC was just weird, dude. Two hundred eight was weird. I, I, I'm waiting to see what's gonna happen with the UFC. I think 
they're in a kind of influx right now, right? Like it's like you felt it was going, 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 and then they got sold, and now it just seemed like it's turbulence. It's just shaky. And they're getting rid of everybody that you knew. Right? And that's what suits do. They think you will watch no matter who's there. And the truth is, they believe you put anybody right there, you're going to watch it. And they're going to learn the hard way. That's not true. And especially if they get rid of Rogan. It's going to look really bad. Because I think Rogan is the best. And he, and I think he's awesome. I think they've told him to pull back. And I think that's awful. And I think that's because they don't want anyone too high. They don't want anyone too low. They want right in the middle, man. And that way you can plug anybody in there. Real personality, you got to pay talent, homeboy. You got to pay talent. And they hate that shit. So if you get everybody in the sweet spot, you know, that you just have fun with it. And here's the thing, man. It's like Joe Buck. I've talked about before. Joe Buck is an excellent announcer. He just does nothing memorable. He will never have... In the year of the unlike, uh, the improbable, the impossibles happen. You'll never hear that ever, 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 ever. It's, it's just the truth, man. And that's what they want. They want plug in people. Talent costs money and they don't like that. We'll see what happens, man. But they're going to learn very quickly when it comes to entertainment. You can't cut corners. You just can't. I mean, music, you can do a little bit. You put a funky beat and you just put a little, you know, put some, Whammy bars on the voices. What's that called? You know? You can, you can fuck with their voices, but at the end of the day, it's like people see through that eventually. You know? You got to, like, art is art. You got to respect the art, man. You know? 280, uh, 185. That was great. I think Jacques Ray should be next up. Between Bisbing and... Uh, Jesus' warrior, the Cuban. I think that's going to be a great fight. Uh, I think I think Bisping's in trouble. I think that Cuban is great. I really like him. What's his name? The, the fucking God's warrior versus uh, Bisping. Let's see, Bisping versus the people's champion. I am Bisping. Bisping versus the people's champion. That really, like, super fucking shredded guy versus Cuban. What's his name? Yes. Yeah, the Cuban Missile. What's, oh, Yoel Romero. That's what it is. Yeah, right? I think Bisping's in trouble, man. I think Bisping's... Yo, Yo Romero, for a Christian, looks like a gay porn star. Anybody with me on that one? Don't go, how, how do you know gay porn? We've all been on, we've all been on you porn and Pornhub, and they make you go down the weird thing, and next thing you know, it's like, oh, that's two dudes. Don't judge me. Don't judge me, okay? I think we've all done that, that Pornhub slip and slide. We're starting to look at one thing, and next thing you know, it's like, oh, that's two dudes. That's two dudes. Ah, uh, get up. Uh, no? Okay, I'm the only one. 185 is interesting. There's so many great fights. They should have a tourney, man. A 185 tourney. And everybody go to the fight. I mean, there's Rockhold. There's, uh, there's Anderson Silva, I guess. There is Bisbing. There is Jacques Ray Souza. There's the guy who just won. Uh, the, um, the guy from Jersey. God damn, I'm getting losing everything. Ah. Uh, 
The Fight Nanny's favorite fighter. Who is that? Jersey. Uh, 185 champ. Champion. You guys are like, dude, I should know all this. Champion UFC New Jersey. Jersey, there we go. Yes. Yes. No, New Jersey, not Jersey. New Jersey. New Jersey. I do I can't get that song out of my head. I cannot get that song out of my head. I cannot get that song out of my fucking head. Yes. Yes. Middleweight, then here's a Walter Waits, Pam. Chris Weidman. There it is. I can't believe I didn't know that. Chris Weidman. Bam. Chris Weidman. Yeah. I mean, put them all in there. Have a tournament. Have them go at it, homeboy. Have it go at it. Man, I haven't done this rant in a while. I got to really work hard on this shit. So I want to end on this, man. Did I tell you guys about when I played Fat Mike's birthday party at uh, Bondage Bar? BDSM Bondage Bar. Right? Have, you, have I told you about that? It is nuts. Uh, Soma Snake Oil, friend of the Naughty Show, wonderful human being. God is gorgeous. I saw him like, God damn, I forgot how hot you were. She's married to the one and only Fat Mike from NoFX, probably the greatest punk band of all time. Up there, arguably. Just, you know, they're very underground. They did their own thing. Warp Tour. I mean, come on. Wonderful people, both of them. Uh, they did it in this bondage bar by LAX. Now, you know, you might not know so you don't travel, but all the freaky shit goes down by an airport. That's where all the freaky shit goes because business guys who aren't from there while flying, get weird, get out. So all the like, the, all the people willing to do weird shit for money, they all live around the airport. They put stuff on Craigslist and they'll be like, meet me over here. I'm by the app, ha. I'm by the app, ha. Nothing but hookers and car rental places by the airport. Did you know that? Hotels, hookers, car rental places. That's it. You want to get weird, man? Flying to Cincinnati, bang some transsexual midget? Bam! Do it by the airport. Do it by the airport. So this bondage bar, which is has multiple crazy nights, the guy gave me a tour of it. He's like, some nights it's bondage. Some nights it's a cross-dressing night. You know, it's just a place where people get weird and nobody cares. Right? So I go there and it's me and a couple comics and I'm hosting it because I don't want to close this thing out. I, you know what, man? I like hosting weird events. Like within one week, I hosted an Armenian, Armenian preschool charity event and I did this Fat Mike's 50th birthday at a bondage bar and couldn't be more weird crowds. Like one, I was too crazy. And the next one, I was super vanilla at, at Fat Mike's party. I was uh, like, I was like a Mormon there, a Mormon choir boy. Everyone's called me vanilla. Dude, this is how the show, the show ends with this black chick dressed in a nun's outfit, right? She goes up on stage with this white guy dressed in like all Dressed in a, in a, in a prep, uh, pastor's outfit, uh, father, 
outfit, walks up on stage. They start doing some weird BDSM stuff, and she gets buck naked, and he brands her right on stage. And you could smell it, man. And it was like, God damn, this is real. This ain't, this ain't, nobody's pulling punches here. This chick, she's got branded as a gift to Fat Mike. And everyone hugs her after, like, you know, like she just won gold at the Freak Olympics. You know? I'm like, oh, you were great. Congrats. Thank you so much. I'm like, God damn, you really go for it. So I'm hosting the thing, and I open up, and I start doing stand-up, and I start realizing I'm too vanilla. For I'm just talking about being called the N-word while I cream pie chicks, and they're like, oh, oh, boring, boring. You're so boring. I'm like, uh. So I start getting heckled by this guy who's dressed. He's a cross-dressing looking minotaur. Like, he, he, he's in a woman's dress, and he's got a full beard, and he's got the little horns hanging out of his head. You know, he got the implants of the horns, and he got his eyes all colored in black. And he starts yelling, and he's heckling me, and all he's yelling is about how he wants to fuck me in my ass the whole time. He's like, I won't fuck you in your ass. So I'm getting heckled by a minotaur telling me he wants to fuck me. I'm like, what is this, Narnia? I'm, not, I'm literally getting heckled by... The lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. All in one person heckling me. So I was talking, yeah. And I just, I dropped my whole act and just started pounding on this guy for 20 fucking minutes. Saved my ass. I had an okay set, I'm going to be honest with you. I can always tell when I do okay if people come and tell me how great I did. If I crush it, nobody wants to talk to me after the show. That's just how it goes. That's why I'm psychologically fucked up in the head. I'm just crazy. Because when I do really well, nobody wants to talk to me. When I do okay and I want to cry, everyone tells me how great I was. It drives me nuts. It drives me freaking nuts. Okay? So I'm just walking around talking to this one chick. She's been, she likes to have sex with a knife to her throat. It's like, what the? What happened to good old-fashioned just cream pie Huh? What happened to that? You remember when cream pie was dangerous? You're like, oh, man, I don't play by the rules. This girl's getting knife to her throat. I mean, sex is basically getting where you have to have sex in front of a lawyer. You have to have legal representation to bone now. You know? It's like, all right, me, my lawyer, me, my lawyer, can we do this? Uh, anal? Uh, it wasn't agreed to contract. God damn it. Huh? But what's the point of this date if I can't get anal? You know? It's just so dangerous. She likes to be cuffed up, beat up, knife to the throat. Just weird. But, you know, who am I to judge? I like weird shit, too. I'm getting more and more open with my awareness, too. I just want to be me. All I want to do is me. I just had a great time here in, uh, here in, I love Florida, man. There is nothing I love more than gigging in Florida. Florida is crazy, dude. It's so funny when you see Florida news. You're like, Florida news. You're like, oh, that's so funny. And then you're like, oh, fuck, I'm in Florida. I saw, dude, down the street from my hotel is a golf course where someone was attacked by an alligator. Huh? I never want to see an alligator in my life. Ever. Never. I can't stand that. I have, dude, dude, they're living dinosaurs. Have you seen the one where the huge one just walks across? And everyone's like, oh, look at it, man. It's like, that's a fucking dinosaur. That's Godzilla, motherfucker. And you're just taking pictures? Trying to play through? Are you serious? I'd run. I'd shit my pants and then just run for my fucking life. And I think that's all I want to talk about, man. Uh, very excited. My new album's coming out. The Diabolical. It's a double album. 
It's going to be available on iTunes. You can pre-order it right now. Just put in Sam Tripoli or the Diabolical. Look for the baby. Two disc. Hope you enjoy it. It's me just rocking one set and just battling drunk people. And that was like the last show the other night. It's just necrophilia comedy. Sometimes you just go up there and have to fuck the dead, man. You just have to fuck the dead. That's his comedy. People come just tired and drunk and angry. It's like, why are you angry at the comedy show? That's like going to a strip club, getting a lap dance, and just playing defense the whole time. Defense! 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 Why are you doing that? It's a waste of time. Huh? Come to lap. You paid for tickets. Or did you? Or did you? And then, guys, Dying Laughing is going to be out very soon. I think February 24th. You can order it. You can watch it online the same day it's in theaters. Dying Laughing. See the movie trail. Go to my website, samtriplee.com. Holla at your boy. Watch the trailer. Watch the movie. It is awesome. It is awesome. Life is good, my friends. And I hope you enjoy this. I know this podcast wasn't perfect today. I'm going to work very hard on it. I haven't done a rant one in a while. It's a it's acquired taste. And I'm so thankful you guys tune in. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to put out content. Some of you guys are going to listen to it. Some of you guys aren't. Just know I'm bringing it. God, it was a fun show tonight. This fucking 80-year-old woman that was there. Just some dude who looked like, like, uh, uh, anyways. I don't want to get into it. I got into this. This is almost an hour. An hour of power, guys. We got... Seven more minutes left. I can just keep coming and babbling. Or I can just let you guys go and say thank you so much for tuning in. You guys are wonderful people. I love you all. You are, you just, your support keeps me going. And I'm so thankful. So thanks for tuning in, man. We'll see you next time.